Hello, everyone. I am Casey, and I am joined here with Jason, and we have a great interview here with Kira Hogan. Thank you so much for letting us interview you. We're excited. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I guess we'll start off in the beginning. Um, What got you into wrestling and kind of what made you want to decide to become a wrestler yourself and begin training? Well, I was about 12 years old when I first started wrestling. Uh, I mean, watching wrestling, I'm sorry. And my dad and my brother, my younger brother, used to watch it. And one day I saw them watching it and I was just like, what are they watching? Like, what's on the TV? So I stayed and watched it. And the first, like, two people I remember seeing were the Hardy Boys. So I'm a huge Hardy Boy fan because those were the first two people, the first two men that I saw. And then later on in the night, uh, women, the women came on TV and I was like, I didn't know women wrestle. Hey, sh- I'm sorry if you hear my dog. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, first like two women I saw were Mickey James and Trish Stratus. And I just, after that, I kind of just became obsessed with it. I wanted to know everything about it. And then about 14, 15, I like found out, I, I kind of figured I wanted to be a wrestler. I thought it was something different. Um, I was always super athletic. I played soccer for 10 years. And I was like, I'll I'll give this a shot. Like, I think I could do this. And I was like in love with it when I first started training. I was just in love with the business. Stop it. I was in love with the business. I was in love with just everything about it. And after that, like, it just kind of (laughs) happened. That's cool. And um, you trained at WWA4, right? Um, Yes. What made you decide to train at that school? Was it just close to you or... Was it a conscious decision? Um, it was close to me, and it was a conscious decision. Um, about my junior year of high school, I wanted to go to FCW because I knew it was de- developmental for WWE at the time. But it was like $1,800, and I didn't have a job. I was a junior in high school, so I was like, oh, I can't do that because I don't have a job. So I was like, well, let me try to find something here, you know, something close. First school that popped up was WWA4, like the first, I just Googled wrestling schools. WWA4 was first thing pop up and it just happened to be in Atlanta, which I was very lucky. I was so very lucky to have been able to found, like find WWA4 because it was close to home and it was a really, really good school. They had really good notoriety, and, you know, but like I said, it was also like a blessing in disguise that it was close to home. Yeah, definitely. It always helps when it's close, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, you trained for a little while, and then you made your debut against Dementia DeRose at AWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you nervous, excited? How was that experience? Uh, I honestly felt like I was living a dream when I first <laughs> had my debut because I had trained for so long. I had been training for a year prior to that. Um, like in like wrestling training was six days a week for me uh, when they were open on Saturday. So I was there three, four hours a day just trying to get what I needed like just so that I could be a good worker. And when AWE announced that I was having my debut, I was like, oh, my God, this is really happening. I'm about to have my first wrestling match. <laughs> and I was so excited. But, of course, I was nervous because I was like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to be bad. I don't want people to say bad things about me. But it actually went really, really well for my first match. I mean, as well as the first match could go. 
Um, I go back and watch it so many times. I'm just like, oh, why'd you do that? Oh, my God, that's so bad. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm so glad that it was with dementia because, you know, she's she's great. Yeah, you guys great. were just on the Shine show together, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. That must have been kind of awesome. It was. And we were supposed to wrestle each other for the first time in two years at the sanctuary in um, Pennsylvania. But she uh, had an injury and she couldn't make it, which was kind of disappointing because I didn't want to wrestle her. I haven't wrestled her in two years. I haven't wrestled her like since a, like the first couple of AWE shows that I did with her. And I really wanted to wrestle her again now, you know, being where I am. Yeah. I have an AWE question for you. What's that? <laughs> Team Booty Call. Team Booty Call. <laughs> we definitely need some background info on Team Booty Call. Okay. So, Team Booty Call actually happened by accident, if you can believe it. Um, so, I was actually not supposed to be on that specific show. Um, I just kind of, uh, I was on vacation the day before, which is why my hair was black. So I was on vacation. I came back from vacation and murder one, um, the booker and Josh Wheeler, the promoter were like, Hey, Candace got injured last night. And I was like, so what does that mean for me? And he said, well, you're going to team up with Joey Ryan. And I was like, awesome. Like, that's cool with me. I'm so excited. But they were like, we need to come up with a team name. And Joey and murder, I think came up with the name booty call team booty call. So it kind of it was an accident for that to happen, and then we got team we got asked to team up again. It just so happened that it just we work really well together. We just had that chemistry when we first met and when we worked together. So stop. I think my dog wants to be on the interview. Yeah, we're down. <laughs> she for just that. keeps talking. <laughs> so do you think we're gonna get more team booty call in the future? Um. Me and Joey both want to be able to do it again because, like I said, he, me and him just have really good chemistry together. So I'm hoping that somebody will ask us both to be on the same show again, and maybe it, it'll happen. But for right now, we haven't gotten asked about it yet. Well, bookers need to get right on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, going back to your rookie year, uh, the first time that we heard about you was when you got a WWE tryout in 2015. What was that like, being so young into your career at the time, getting asked to be a part of a WWE tryout and the experience itself? Um, well, when it got when I got asked to do it, I actually, it's funny, I, worked, I was working at Twin Peaks at the time, um, and my manager actually had a tryout. And she asked, I was like, oh, that's cool, I'm actually a wrestler. She was like, are, are you really? And she kind of helped me get to this tryout. Um, the tryout that she was on, I wasn't able to be a part of because it was way too many people. But I did get told uh, by Canyon that, you know, we'll keep an eye out for you. And the next tryout that they had, I they got asked, I got asked to do it. And I was like, oh, of course. Like, WWE is the dream. That's what I want to be. At the time, they were divas. I wanted to be a WWE diva. So, um. It was just crazy to me to be so early on in my career. I had about I had about five matches up wow. until that point. So to be asked to even have a tryout that early in my career was just crazy to me. Um, and it was a very eye-opening experience, like especially like I said, being so new in the business. I was like, I have a lot of work to do if I'm going to keep up with these girls because this is hard. And I was like 19. 
I think about to turn 20. So it was crazy for me to be asked and then to actually do it and go through with it. And it went really well for me. Um, but it did definitely open up my eyes and, you know, kind of give me an insight of what I needed to do to become better. Yeah. That's so crazy. I like how you got in everything so quickly. That's awesome. Though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, in your rookie year, you got to compete against a lot of really good names. Priscilla Kelly, Tessa Blanchard, Ashton Starr. What was it like working with them so early on in your career? Uh, well, me and Priscilla, we like to call it, we like to say that we're married in wrestling. Like when you have that one person that you wrestle all over the place, we're pretty much married. <laughs> Everybody asks. Oh, can we you book me and Priscilla together? Or can you we book the two of you together? And we're just like, sure, we'll go at it one more time. Like, and we always think our last time will be the last time, and it never ends up being the last time. So, I mean, I love Priscilla. We started out together at AWE. We started catfighting together, managing together, and then we started wrestling against each other. So it kind of works that we that we started working together. So um, well, now she's your enemy, right? Yeah, she's my enemy right now, but of course, it's we're frenemies is what I like to call us. We're definitely frenemies. But um, Ashton Star, we've been friends for actually seven years. We knew each other before we even started working together. Uh, we went to WWA Four together, and we he he's actually been a big big influence on my career. He's been my best friend. He's been. Uh, part of me becoming a worker and I love him to death and I couldn't thank him anymore for what he's done for me and how much he's influenced my actual career but I've been able to work with so many amazing people like you said I'm only two years in and I've just been able to work so many amazing people and been able to learn so much and to grow and to say that I can keep up with these women so I'm just very blessed to even be given the opportunity to work women like Tessa and Kimber and Heidi you know yeah Great names. And I actually saw Ashton wrestle for the first time at NYWC as a matter of pride over the weekend. He's great. <laughs> yes, I love him to death. <laughs> He's wonderful. <laughs> so um, how was it competing at SFCW against Pandora and Brooklyn Page? Uh, well, I got actually Southern Fried maybe a few months before that, and we... It, we hadn't talked for a while and then I got asked to come back and of course feud with Pandora mm -hmm. and um, I love Pandora. She was, when I first started, she literally was one of the hardest competitors I've ever had. So I, I have to say, I absolutely adore her. I adore her work. I think she's, been able to do so much as far as women goes, especially in the Georgia wrestling scene. So I'm very blessed to have been able to work with her. And Brooklyn Page is actually a newer name coming up in Georgia right now. And she's got very good potential. I haven't been able to work her since then, but I've seen good things happen for her so thus far. Yeah, definitely. So we're talking about the Atlanta scene. There's a lot of big names that have come out of there. You, Priscilla, Aja, Brooklyn, um, how do you think it, it is like now compared to when you first started? Cause I keep seeing more and more girls popping up in the Atlanta area and surrounding. Well, it's definitely way more girls now. Cause I know when I first started, it was just, I think it was Asha, Dementia, Pandora, 
Brooklyn was managing at the time. Um, Nina Monet, uh, Tiffany Rocks would drive down to Georgia a lot. And there was a lot of other girls that would drive from different places to Georgia, but those were just to name a few. And then when me and Priscilla got onto the scene, I feel like more girls started popping up because Georgia wrestling is so, it's in this weird like spot right now where people are trying to get it back to its like golden age, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are starting to pop up and wanting to be wrestlers in Georgia. Um, but it's, it's totally different now. Like there's a lot of girls that are coming up, especially like at WWA four, I think there's a couple of girls that are training under AR Fox and, um, I know Murder One just opened up a school in Georgia, and there's a girl training there. So it's a lot of different women starting to pop up now. So the women's division in Georgia is definitely way bigger than when I first started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you talked a little bit about this earlier, but um, you faced off against Kimberly and Heidi, who is now known as Ruby Riot and NXT at AWE. How was that experience working with those two women? Well, I ended up working with, I think I ended up, I did some stuff with Kimber um, when she turned heel at AWE, but I wrestled Heidi first. And Heidi, I remember distinctively told me before my match, just get ready. I'm preparing you for Kimber. And I was like, what does that mean? And of course she started chopping me throughout the whole match. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, I know what she's talking about now, but I loved working with the both of them. So I mean, just to be able to see the two of them get signed. I remember Kimber told me, like, we, me and my boyfriend, Owen and I, he asked, we were just talking to Kimber. We were like, so Kimber, you ready to get signed? She was like, yeah, right. Like, she, <laughs> she didn't, she never believed that she was going to get signed, especially being an intergender wrestler. And just to see the two of them get signed at the same time speaks very highly of their work, mm -hmm. but also the changes that are happening in the women's division, like of women's wrestling. It's just crazy to see the both of them, like, I saw them wrestle live at NXT when they came to Atlanta, and I was just like, I cannot believe they're with WWE. Like, who would have thought the two of them being huge intergender wrestlers, especially because WWE is so against intergender wrestling, mm -hmm. that they would get signed, and it's just, it's so amazing to see that. Yeah, the landscape is definitely changing in WWE. It's not just modern yes. anymore. <laughs> yeah. And um, you mentioned before that you were a big fan of the Hardy Boys, and you competed at Omega. How was that? Uh, my 14-year-old self was dying inside <laughs> when I saw Jeff Hardy in person, because I've had the hugest crush on him forever. So to meet him in person was crazy to me, because I was just like, oh my god, I can't freak out. I'm a worker here. You can't freak out. You cannot freak out. Because I had met Matt um, at PWX uh, because I interviewed, I did a backstage interview. I think he was like my first interview at PWX when I did it. And I got to meet him and Rebby, which I loved the both of them. They were super nice when I met them. Um, but then I got asked, actually Tessa asked me if I was available because I think she had to cancel or something ended up happening. And she was like, I, I actually chose you to take my spot. And I was just like, Tessa, you chose me to take your spot? Like, what? So um, Shane Helms contacted me about doing Omega, and I was like, definitely. And I ended up wrestling Amy Love, which I love her. She was amazing to work with. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so cool to do Omega. Like I said, I'm, I'm a Hardy Boy fan. Like, 
those were the guys that I grew up watching. Like I used to scream at the TV when they came on and like jump up and down. I have like the old Hardy shirt still. So it's just like <laughs> to be able to work their show was like crazy to me. But of course, I had to stay professional. I had to keep calm. But like when I got in the car with my boyfriend, I was just like, oh, my God, I just met Jeff Hardy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's okay. But it was cool. The, the show was really good. Okay, good. And um, you challenged Amber O'Neill for the NWA Women's World title a few times. What was it like competing against her and competing for a title that's so prestigious? I actually met Amber at AWE was the first time I met her um, because she was working with AWE before I even started working. And uh, she was actually Priscilla's first match. She was in Priscilla's first match, that tag match at AWE's Roar show or whatever it was. Um, so when uh, the Barnesville show, WrestleMerica contacted me about challenging Amber, I'm just like, like Amber O'Neill is like one of the most prestigious wrestlers in at least Southern wrestling. Um, I've heard, I had heard so many good things about her and I watched a lot of her stuff, um, when she worked with PWX and stuff. Um, but when they asked me to challenge her for the title, I was like, what? Like this, was my first big title match, especially like with somebody like Amber O'Neill. Um, she taught me so many things. Like she was very open to answering all of my questions and was very easy to work with and. I really love working her and I worked her twice um, because I re-challenged her, I think the next month. Um, but I love working with her. She's like, she just gave me so much insight on the business, especially she's been in the business for a while. She's been in the business for a long time. So to be able to pick her brain was like very, it was just, it, it just really opened my mind. Like I said, I know I keep saying it opens my mind, but just learning stuff from so many different people. I'm just like a sponge. Like yeah. I want to learn as much as I can from as many people as I can, no matter if they're two years in three years, five, 15, 50. I don't, I really want to be able to learn as much as I can. So, so to be able to learn from my opponents really like makes me more excited to learn new things. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way to look at things. <laughs> And um, you also wrestled against Mickey Knuckles. Uh, how was that experience? Mickey's a little scary. <laughs> I was terrified when they announced that, to be perfectly honest. I was terrified because I had seen Mickey Knuckles, and I had seen what she could do, and I know she wrestled Pandora, and Pandora was, like, the hardest match that I had up until that point. Like, she was one of, like, she was that girl, that woman that like just brought it out of me. Like she was like, she's giving me tough skin. Like she was one of those women. So when I saw she was wrestling Pandora um, and I was just like, Oh my God, this, I think this might be harder than Pandora. Like this is crazy. And I like, when it got announced, well, when any of my matches get announced or when people tell me you're wrestling such and such, I always look up their matches so that I know what I'm getting myself into. So I know their moveset so I can give suggestions stuff like that as far as like our matches go um and I really want to be like informed of who I'm working I feel like it gives more insight to um storytelling and an actual like character distinction um so when I got announced to wrestle Mickey I was just like I don't know how this is gonna go oh my gosh she's gonna try to kill me I'm this little girl from Georgia that's been wrestling for a year she's gonna try to kill me and I'm never gonna make it but 
she was so sweet. And like I said, she's been through so much in this business. Like just to hear her speak about all the things that she's been through and just her hardships and her to keep continuing to do this because she loves it is so inspiring. It was so inspiring to be able to hear her speak so highly of this business. Even though, like I said, she's had so much hardship. She's gone through a lot. She's had a lot of injuries. But she's really inspired me to just keep pushing no matter what gets in your way. If this is what you want to do, you have to keep fighting for it. Right. Yeah, definitely. And then um, something that I was really excited that you were a part of was the ECWA Chick Fight Super 8 Tournament last year in New Jersey. Uh, you didn't wrestle once. You wrestled twice in the yes. tournament <laughs> facing Marie Manic and then Deanna Perrazzo. How how was it being a part of that prestigious tournament, wrestling twice and having great matches? And Like, those matches were awesome. <laughs> I was so excited to be asked to do that. One, because I had watched both tournaments um, the two years before. I watched both of them. I knew Tessa won the first one and then Deanna won the second one. So I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew this was very prestigious, especially it being only the third tournament that they've done. And to be asked to do it was amazing. Deanna actually asked me to do it. She wanted to bring in a lot of girls that had a lot of potential that were starting to make waves. So she asked me to do it. And I was like, oh, yes, definitely. And I saw a lot of girls that I had been wanting to work as a part of the tournament. And me and Aja were the two girls from Georgia that got asked to do it. Um, I loved the whole tournament. I thought it was amazing. I thought all the matches were great. I loved being able to work with Deanna. Like, she just, she's such a good worker. Like, she's just so pure when it comes to working. Like, oh, my gosh, I loved working with her. And then, of course, I love Maria Manic. Like, (laughs) I've been able to hang out with her so much more doing WSU, but I absolutely adore her, and we got to do some really fun stuff. But the whole tournament itself, especially the match, Karen and Dion at the end, oh my gosh, yeah. it was amazing. The whole tournament was amazing. Yeah, all the matches killed it. Everyone did a great job. The tournament was so good. Like, I don't know how they're going to top it this year. But <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to see, like, what they have in store for it this year. Me too. Hopefully you'll return. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe I can get the bill. <laughs> yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, um... You competed in ECWA, and then you were a part of Booker T's Reality of Wrestling promotion, and you got to challenge for the ROW Diamonds Championship. What was it like working for that promotion, being at Booker T's promotion? And, you know, I feel like it's a little different from the other Indies promotions because it is Booker T's promotion. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Uh, Hugh spoke, my trainer, Mr. Hugh, spoke very highly of Booker T, and he was like, you got acts to do reality of wrestling. You better go down there and do what I told you. And I'm like, yes, he's, I understand. Like I get it. So he was so excited when he found out I was um, going down there to do it. And Booker and Charmel and Kevin and everybody that's down there is so amazing. And they put on such a good show. Like every bit of that show is so much hard work. Like all the stories and the, the workers that work there, like everything just tells a story. And a lot of, um, the people that are down there go to the school that he has um, at, you know, the show. And it's based out of where they train, which is, it, it's amazing. Like, even to be there in the presence of Booker T, like, it was just crazy. And to be able to speak to him, and he 
really liked what I was doing. He loved my look and he loved the way that I worked. And um, Kylie Ray, the girl that I worked the first time, had only had like a few matches and she was so good. I was just like, you are so good. Like you, I'm serious. Like you are amazing. And she was like, thank you. And it's, he has some really good hidden gems down there. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing Kylie and Miranda and all the other girls kind of start popping up at different places because he has a lot of good, like really, really good workers down there. And yeah, I got to work with Miranda, of course, um, at Christmas chaos. And, uh, I got to work with Robin Reed. Like, like I just, everything down there was amazing. Like they really took care of me and wanted to make sure I was okay and stuff. Cause I actually ended up missing my flight, um, yeah. for Christmas chaos. And I actually had to use um, my gear money <laughs> to pay for another flight so I could make it. So oh it was, uh, Charmel was just like, oh, no, no, I'll take care of it. I was like, no, don't take care of it. I got it. It's fine. <laughs> but every, everybody down there is just so nice. And like I said, they just put on a great show and it's a great production and just just working with those women down there. They're so good. Like I just feel like they're going to start popping up at different places. I really, really do. Yeah, Kylie's getting her name out there now, but, like, Miranda's great. Ivory Robin's amazing. Like, they have really good hidden gems. I agree with you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Definitely. So, um, back in September, you made your WSU debut against Taylor Hendricks. How was it competing at WSU for the first time? Well, I actually made a post on Facebook that, that year, uh, last year. And I said I wanted to hit the big three, which in my eyes in the U.S. were Shimmer, Shine, and WSU. Mm. And I did it. And I was really shocked that I did it. I didn't even notice that I did it until this year, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, I hit all three. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to hit all three. So when I got asked to do WSU and I got to work Taylor, I've been wanting to work Taylor since we had our tryout together two years ago. Mm. So... Just to be able to, when they said, you're wrestling Taylor Hendricks, I was like, yes, oh my God, this match has been meaning to happen. Oh my God, I can't wait. And I love her character. Like, even though I wasn't in contact with her, I was just watching her with Queens of Combat. And I just love her character. It's just so different than what a lot of other women are doing. I just feel like she is doing something completely different. And it, start, and it shows that it's different. And she's like really trying to make an impact as far as character work goes. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't really put much thought into a character. And she taught me that she taught me about branding and how to make yourself different and how to make your character different from everyone else's, how to make you, you and how to do you better than everybody else pretty much. And just to be able to work with her and for her to teach me, I've, Taylor's pretty much been mentoring me for the past year. So just to be able to work with her and I got to work with her again at AWE was amazing. Um, But WSU, can we just talk about the fact that I won the WSU Spirit title? Like (laughs) when that happened, I was just like, what? And it, it was with Sue and Beta. Like I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even dream. Like it was just crazy to me that I got that title, especially all the names that came before me that had that title. I just have to thank WSU so much for even believing in me to give me that title. And I just, I really love working with WSU. They're really trying to do more as far as um, 
trying to be different from Shine and Shimmer. I mean, of course, they all use the same women, but mm-hmm. they're trying to do something different. They're trying to bring it back to its golden ages. And I feel like WSU is going to gonna bring it back this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I can definitely see. Because WSU started off really strong, and then it kind of like went downhill, and now it's like yeah. swinging mm-hmm. it right out of the park. And that title match was amazing. I'm so glad you got a title. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> It's great. I love watching a match with WSU. Great promotion, and I'm so glad you're the spirit champion. And Thank you. <laughs> going off of that, um, you got to wrestle Lana Austin in one of her very few U.S. matches so far at mm-hmm. WSU Battle Tested not that long ago. How was it competing against her? Was it different because she's from the U.K. or pretty much the same? <laughs> Uh, it was actually the same. I was actually kind of nervous because this was my first time working with somebody international. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that they have like what British strong style over there and I've seen it because Martin Stone works for AWE. So I see it all the time. So I was kind of nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, she's going to kill me. But no, she was a sweetheart. She was, um, I actually injured my shoulder the night before, um, at shine. So we had to take it pretty easy, but I mean, just her, like like I said, her character work is so good, and uh, we made it fun. Like, it was my first title defense. We just made it fun, and we just kind of tried to keep it, like, um, funny to an extent, but still keep it workable. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, a, she was an absolute sweetheart, and she was absolutely safe and i i told her i want to work her again when i'm not injured so I, we can actually do stuff because she had some really good ideas and i couldn't do it because i couldn't even lift her with my injury mm-hmm. so but uh i loved working with her and I, I really hope wsu or somebody brings her back to the u.s or i can go over there and we can work together because i absolutely love working with her yeah she's talented <laughs> yes <laughs> with a lot of booty <laughs> Um, so you have been a regular in Shine recently. Yes, I have. <laughs> and you have joined forces with Aria Blake and a fan favorite here at uh, Squared Circle Sirens, Miss Candy Cartwright. <laughs> I love her. I absolutely adore her. <laughs> so I remember watching the last Shine event. You guys went from like becoming like besties out of like nowhere. So you can you give us the dirt on how that happened? How did you guys become a faction so quickly? Um, well, like the shine before I had a sparkle match with Lindsay still, and I didn't get asked to come back. Um, which is sometimes I understand. Sometimes it's completely understandable. I was like, Oh, well I'll just be asked back when I get asked back. It's no big deal. Um, and Rob Naylor, who's over booking now, he asked me to come back. And he wanted to do a faction because I know the show before Candy and Aria had teamed up and became the uh, Cutie Pie Club, Candy's Cutie Pie Club. And Rob was wanting me to be a part of it, Um, which at first I was kind of like, not to say that I don't like Candy and Aria, but is that really going to work? Because he said he wanted me to like have my debut again. Because he felt like my debut wasn't right. Um, He wanted me to actually show myself. Um, But the match that I had, um, which was supposed to be with Angel Rose, didn't happen because 
Angel was injured, which is funny because I got injured that night. And I was like, Angel, thank you so much for not showing up because I got injured. Thanks to you. But but um, I ended up wrestling, of course, my wife, Priscilla Kelly, once again. And we had a great match other than my little hiccup that I had, which it happens. It was nobody's fault. It just happens. Um, but when they came out, we got together as a faction throughout the night. We just caused havoc. And of course at the end it was that big blow up. (laughs) It was that big blow up at the end. And it's so funny because I feel like my character at certain aspects is better at being a face than a heel, um, because of my like energy and, um, my like underdog, I guess, ability to kind of just have me be beaten down the entire match and then, of course, have my fuel up and just explode as the girl on fire. And to be a heel, it's different to trans- just transition that into being a heel when I'm still kind of learning how to be a heel with my character and make it a heel character because you kind of have to be able to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just be one or the other. You have to know how to do both because you'll never you never know what you're going to be asked to do. Um, so that was really good practice for me to be able to do that. And I can't wait to go back to Shine to actually work more on that um, and try to establish me as a heel. Because like I said, I've been working face most of the time. Like, it's rare that I've been working heel. Like, I was a heel at Reality of Wrestling. And it was just, it was weird for me because, like I said, my character is so face, I feel. And a lot of people say I have this cute little baby face. So to be a heel is weird, but I do the best that I can and... I just think the Cutie Pie Club is going to start making waves. Maybe <laughs> maybe some heat waves. You get it? Heat waves? Yeah. <laughs> maybe some Nova-like waves. <laughs> but maybe, I think I think the Cutie Pie Club is going to make some, some waves at Shine. I think that's really interesting that you brought up the heel-face dynamic, because you're only 4'11", right? Yes. I mean, that is teeny tiny compared to someone like Charlotte Flair or Nia Jax. Right. And yet you have really blown up this past year and you're all over the country right now. Um, so I think that's like really interesting that you bring that up because a four foot 11 heel is sort of like not what you would normally expect. Definitely. Um, but regardless, you obviously have amazing uh, chemistry with Priscilla Kelly. I mean, I was loving shine. Um, it was actually my first shine and I was totally hooked. Loved the faction. Um, so I have a question. I, last October, I went to a little show called Rise. And then I went to this other little show called Shimmer. And it was four days of women's wrestling. And that was the first time I saw you live was in a battle royal. So at Rise, can you talk about Rise and your experience in the battle royal and the training seminar and Saray night and everything? So it's so funny because I was, like, the last person to be put on Rise. Like, uh, I, one of the girls that was at Rise, Aza Lee, was actually my roommate at Rise. And she was like, come on, do it, in her English accent. Come on, do it. You have to do it. It'll be amazing. Soraya and uh, Colt Cabana is going to be there. You have to do it. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I was like, I, I just I keep saying that I want to learn, I want to learn, and I'm going to have to dish out some money to learn. Like I'm going to have to do it. Like if I want to learn, I'm going to have to make those sacrifices to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, the seminar was amazing. Like I loved, absolutely loved the seminar. I loved working with Soraya. Soraya's a doll. 
even though she doesn't seem like it, but she <laughs> Which is. is so funny because I was – after going to like Rise and then Gain, I mean she throws women through tables and <laughs> hangs them up by ropes. And every time yes. I hear how nice she is, I'm always like, are we watching the same – are we talking <laughs> about the same person here? Like during the seminar, her face just lit up. That she was seeing so many women there that were coming to learn from her. Like, she was so excited. And she kept telling us how excited she was that we were all there wanting to learn. And she she showed us a lot of stuff. A lot of shoot, like, British wrestling. Like, so I was excited to learn some new stuff that I actually still use. Like, a, a couple of things that I was taught by her, I still use. Um, but she was amazing. Like, I loved working with her. And then... Um, she agent the match that I had at Shimmer, uh, which I will get to that story. Um, but Cole Cabana was amazing as well. Like um, this was my second time meeting him. I met him at ROH, I think a couple months before or might've been after. Um, and I'm uh, his, his seminar was more about the psychology of wrestling, like certain things um, that you wouldn't normally uh, grasp when you're in the match. Um, just little things like tweaks, to everybody's stuff um, and selling and stuff like that. Um, but and then at the end of the seminar, we got announced in our matches. I didn't get a match, which is okay. I, no hard feelings. It's fine. Uh, I was in the Battle Royal. I was in there for like two minutes, which I wish I would have been there longer because I really wanted to wrestle. That whole weekend made me want to wrestle. The entire weekend. And Mickey James was there. Like, my idol was there. Like, I wanted to wrestle there. Like, and it was kind of heartbreaking not to be on a match during Rise, but to see this wrestling every day, every night, every night. And then finally, last night, a streamer came, and I was about to go home, actually. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go home because there was an AWE show scheduled, but it got canceled. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go home. And Veda was like, do not leave. Do, this was my first time meeting Veda. Do not leave because you never know what will happen. You never know. And I stayed, even though I was like half broke by the end of that weekend. <laughs> I stayed and I got on Shimmer. Um, so I was walking backstage at Shimmer the last day and Leva and Melanie Cruz were talking. And I just happened to walk by. I can't remember what exactly I was doing. Uh, I walked by and. Leva was like, oh, she'll be a good match. And I was like, excuse me? And Melanie was like, yeah, she'll be good. And they were, they pulled me aside and they were like, hey, do you want to wrestle tonight? And I was like, yes, what am I doing? And Melanie was like, pretty much what Shotzi did. I was like, okay, and I'm going to sell my ass off too. I'm going to do it. I'm ready. And she was like, okay, well, go get changed. So I go get changed. And you have a cold crowd behind you, too. That oh, my God. And that's what shocked me, too, when I came out. And even Jessica Havoc, when I got, like, a couple weeks, I mean, months after that, she was just like, you look like a star. Like, you, nobody thought you were going to get that reaction. Even Dave Prezak and everybody over, like, Shimmer was like, nobody thought that you were you were going to get that reaction. And I didn't expect to get it because I was like, oh, I'm just I'm about to get beat up. Nobody's going to react to it. And everybody's like, Hogan. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I got a Hogan chant at a Shimmer. I was, like, so excited. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And Soraya loved it because she aged uh, Melanie. And they were making Melanie this big heel, just beating up people. And I went out there and I just sold. I sold like I was going to die. Like, I just wanted them to remember me and remember what I did. And Soraya, like, grabbed me by the face. And she was just like, 
you did so good. You did exactly what I asked you to do. And hearing that from Saray, I was like about to cry. I'm just like, you're welcome. Thank you so much. But it was so cool to be a part of Shimmer. Like Shimmer's done is like renowned. It's one of like, if not one of the biggest women's wrestling promotions in the world. And to be a part of that, like I said, I was a, a year, almost two years in, and I got to hit my goal. I hit all three. All three that I wanted to hit, I got to hit. But I wouldn't have done it if, like I said, I didn't sacrifice and work my ass off to get there. So I was very, very happy that I was able to do that. Yeah, hard work definitely pays off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, you also debuted for Queens of Combat. Um, yes. How was that experience? <laughs> oh, my God. So, like I said, I worked with PWX, of course. And I knew that Queens was like the sister promotion to PWX. And when I told Brian Kanabrowski that I was no longer going to be interviewing and announcing that I was going to be training, I was like, who knows when I'll be asked back. I did the PWX show with Priscilla and Tessa. Um, but then I got a message. I, no, actually, my birthday weekend. I forgot. My birthday weekend, I was like, oh, it would be so cool to be. I tweeted it. It would be so cool to be asked to be on Queens of Combat my birthday weekend. And I was like, oh, they're not going to read it. And Josie emailed me and was like, you want to be on Queens? And I was like, yes, I do. Even though I'm probably going to be hangover the next day, but I sure am. I'm ready to do it. So, of course, I got to wrestle uh, Malaya Hosaka and um, Ronnie Nicole uh, with uh, Rudy Jordan, who was my tag team partner. And Malaya Hosaka is amazing, too. Like, um, she, I've got to talk to her a couple more times since I've been working with Sean and she's amazing. And I've known Ronnie for a while too. And she's cool. And Rudy actually refed one of my matches at girl fight. And so when I saw her as my partner, I was like, weren't you a ref like last month? <laughs> but no, I had so much fun. And then I got asked to do the tag tournament where we wrestled Chelsea green, me and Aja wrestled Chelsea green and Taylor Hendricks. And I was able to wrestle uh, Taylor again and work with Chelsea and Aja. And then I had the match with Samantha Heights, the next show. Like, just having Josie um, have me back. And, you know, Josie's so proud of Queens, and she should be because yeah. it's so amazing. And she just wants all the women to be able to have fun and just do a good job and make it as big as any other women's show. And I was so, like, honored to be asked to do Queens because I've been watching Queens on the Women's Wrestling Network because, you know, I just sit and watch women's wrestling all the time. Like, that's my thing. I just sit at home. I don't go out. I watch wrestling at night. Like, that's what I do. So to be able to ask, be asked to do Queens, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. And it was my birthday weekend. Like, what a present, right? Yeah, it makes it even better. <laughs> Every, everyone that we talk to, is, like, praises Queens of Combat for how much fun it is and everything. So, yeah, Definitely. It's a great promotion, I think. And then, yes. and then um, recently, you well, kind of recently, you were at the Woman of Honor and Stardom tryout in March. Mm -hmm. um, how was that experience? Well, I did a Bob Evans seminar a couple months, a couple few months before that, and he uh, praised a lot of people at the seminar he did in Georgia at UIW. Um, and he had spoken very highly of me. And of course, Taylor had spoken very highly of me before she left. Um, so I had a couple of people trying to get me in. Um, but everybody was like, you can't get an ROH unless you do a tryout. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, this is probably never. And I had gone to an ROH show and they were saying that it probably wouldn't happen, that I was going to be on the show anytime soon. So I was like, well, they're doing this seminar tryout for stardom. And I was like, I want to go out of this country to work somewhere. If it's the UK, if it's Japan, if it's Mexico, just out of the United States, I want to work. Canada, like I just, my passport sitting in my drawer crying because it hasn't been used at all. So it was just like, I really wanted to be able to do it, especially doing stardom because stardom is, again, so prestigious. Um, I haven't been able to watch as much stardom as I wanted to, but I know Tessa and Jessica Havoc and Rebel and uh, Kaylee Ray and Tony Storm and a lot of U.S. girls uh, have been working stardom. So I was like, I really want to be a part of it. So um, I got, uh, I was able to do the tryout and it was amazing. I had so much fun. It was so many girls. Like, I think it was more girls from up north than like in other places, I think. Um, but uh, Ivory Robin was there. Mm-hmm. So coming all the way from Texas. And uh, it was just, it was a good mix of levels. Um, like Gabby, who got the acceptance to go to Japan. She had only been wrestling. I think she had only had like three matches up until that point. Um but it was so many different mixtures and levels um, of women at that tryout. And, of course, Mandy was there and Jenny Rose was there. Uh, Delirious Cheeseburger, Bob Evans, uh, Todd Sinclair. It was so many people there to give us. Oh, and Sumi Sakai was also there doing translations because we were videotaped. Uh, not videotaped. Uh, we were being live streamed to the owner of Stardom during that tryout. Oh, wow. So he could see everything that we were doing. Um, That's a lot of pressure. And <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of pressure. So you and we had to like cut a promo in front of him, like uh, like a minute promo in front of him or something. And everything was being he could see everything. So like it was it was a really, really good experience. Like I'm glad I was able to do it. And everybody was amazing up there. That was my first time meeting Mandy. um, And she had spoken to me on a couple of occasions online. And it was my first time really meeting her. Um, And it was nice to meet her. And the experience, like I said, is always a learning experience. Like, again, my heel step, I was not comfortable with. Um, and a lot of people, they, they had a lot of things, a lot of feedback for me as far as my heel step went. Um, and some of my selling and stuff that I was doing. And I'm just glad that I was able to get more feedback from different people. Because when you hear the same stuff from the same people, it's kind of like, Redundant. are they telling me the truth to an extent and I need to hear it from somebody else and I would rather get criticism from somebody who doesn't know me or doesn't know me as well because I feel like they can be more honest about it so I was glad that I was able to do it even though I didn't get to go to startup but hopefully one day I'll be able to go we'll just keep that in the back of my mind but yeah I was I was so glad that I was able to do it yeah and um Karen Q was at the trial and you two had great match at girls night out 19 um dave from the site was there in attendance and he praised the match so much all over twitter everything like you guys killed it (laughs) yes i loved working with her like um i had met karen i think i met karen previously to that but that was our first time working together and we were so excited um uh, to work together. I was nervous of doing AIW for the first time because I know, again, how prestigious AIW Girls Night Out is. I have been watching it. Um, and I knew Karen was 
um, pretty new, but she had been doing so well. And I was watching her stuff too. And I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. We can do some really cool stuff. And we did. And we went out there and we killed it. Absolutely killed it. And like, we got a lot of good feedback and especially cause Gail Kim was there. And I was just like, Oh my God, this can't be happening. Gail Kim's here. Oh my God. She's going to see our match, but she didn't see it. So that was kind of upsetting, but it's okay. Um, but I loved working with Karen. Karen's so good. Like, especially now she's doing ROA. She's doing so well for herself right now. And yeah. I'll give it to her. She's, she's amazing. And I love doing AIW girls night out. And I can't wait. Well, hopefully can't wait to do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely hope you're brought back. <laughs> definitely, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, WrestleMania weekend, you were pretty busy. Uh, you faced Santana Guerra at FEW, and then you competed at the WrestleCon Women's Super Show, um, teaming with Tessa Blanchard against TNA Knockouts, Allie, and Alexis. Well, Alicia. <laughs> um, <laughs> how was your WrestleMania weekend and working those two matches. So again, funny story. <laughs> uh, I was not scheduled to book, to work anywhere. I was actually completely free. I was just going down there to enjoy some wrestling and, you know, get a little lit. That's, that was my plan. That was just like, Oh, I don't have any shows, but I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with somebody. I'm going <laughs> to have a drink with somebody while I'm down here. Yeah. Um, so Ariel Monroe, who has been one of my friends since I started at PWX. Oh, praise um, Jesus on that one. <laughs> I love her to death. Her she's gimmick like is the best, best thing ever. Yes, I love her so much. And she's just like that in person. Like, that, <laughs> that's her. Too. Like, that's her times 10. Like, that's Ariel. So she actually messaged me. She was like, hey, you don't have any shows? I was like, no, unfortunately I don't. She was like, hey, try to get in contact with F. EW and I didn't know the reason she was asking me to get in contact with them is because she was hurt so she wanted me to replace her um which is she was supposed to be wrestling Santana and at the time I didn't know who I was going to be working they hadn't really told me and then they told me I was wrestling Santana and I knew of Santana like she did TNA she did NXT she did the knockouts knockdown like I've Santana's been all over the place. Santana's a one of the hardest working women. Like she's been everywhere. So I know what like what she's done and I know her resume. Um so to be able to work with somebody who has been in the business for a while, um and and also to have as much like uh uh credibility to her, I was I was so excited to work with her. She actually told me that she loved working with me. And she it really enjoyed our match. She really, really enjoyed our match. And it was cool to be able to work with um, FEW because I'd never heard of them because they're, they're based out of Miami. Um, but it was so cool to be able to uh, get asked to do that and work her. And then, of course, I did, the like you said, the Russell Khan Women's Super Show, which was, again, last minute, like <laughs> two days before I got asked to do the signing um, yeah, you at Russell Khan. Get- you tweeted that you were going to Orlando, but weren't even going to be wrestling. And yeah. Then, boom, WrestleCon. <laughs> yes, and that's why I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm glad that I – again, I'm glad that I showed up, just like Rise and Shimmer. If I would have left, I never knew what I would have been doing. Okay. So I'm glad that I told – you know, people knew that I was there. So in case anybody needed an extra body, I'm here. I might be lit somewhere, but I'm going <laughs> to be there any kind of way, and I have to be. So Josie 
and Taylor got me on WrestleCon at the Women's Super Show. I did the signing before, and then, of course, I did the show. I was actually supposed to be doing something else, but it ended up getting cut. Rachel Ellering actually had to go to NXT, so I got put in Rachel Ellering's spot. So, again, right place, right time. Josie was like, hey, she's in your match now. And, of course, Tessa, I've known Tessa since before she was wrestling. I've known Tessa since she was a ring girl at PWX. So to be able to work with Tessa and, again, Allie and Alicia and just – that was my first time meeting uh, Alicia, um, and she was amazing. Like, I've seen a lot of her work. I know she's based out of Boston with her amazing accent that I love <laughs> so much. Every time I hear her talk, I'm just like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, my God. And just be able to work with Allie again who – at um, when I first started WSU was the WSU champion uh, to be able to work with her and Tessa. And our match was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I also got to meet Jazz, who my trainer, Mr. Hughes, introduced me to. And she said she had seen me work. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Jazz has seen me work. Oh, my God. What? So that whole experience, like I said, being at the right place at the right time, even if you're not booked, to just take that trip somewhere and make that sacrifice, even though you might not get it, just to actually go and say, hey, I'm here. If you need me, you never know what can happen. And that is absolutely I'm so glad I was able to do that because that just shows. Yeah. I I definitely agree. Definitely I have a really agree. important question for you. What's the that question? Isn't related to any wrestling match you've ever had. <laughs> OK. And that question is, how is it that you became everything? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't know. Like, when I first started, I was like, oh, I literally had the biggest breakdown. I was like, where, why is nothing happening for me? Because, again, Tessa was, like, a really good friend of mine, and Tessa's just blown up. And I'm just like, why is that happening for me? Why is it, why am I just sitting here? I don't have any shows this weekend. I'm not doing anything. I feel like a bum. Like, I want to be doing something. I want to be working. I want to be a wrestler. And my boyfriend was just like, here, just, you have to be patient. You have got to be patient. It's going to come. And when it comes, you're going to, it's going to hit you out of nowhere. And like he said, that's exactly what happened. I've had fans come up to me and say, hey, we've heard about you here, or we've heard about you here, and I've never worked there before, so how do they know about me? And it's crazy, again, what social media can do, because I've been able to connect with so many people, like California, I'm I'm trying to go to California, and I'll be in New York, and just all these different places that I never even dreamed about going, or touching these people in different places to say, hey, I'm a a fan of yours, even though I've never seen you work in person. It's crazy to me how quickly it happens um and I like I I just want to stay on the right path I really do I just want to be able to be a good worker and stay on the right path because all I want to do is be a wrestler that's all I've ever wanted to do and you can like quote me on that that is what I've always (laughs) wanted to do I've always wanted to be a wrestler so the fact that I'm able to do it and I'm able to have a name for myself now and actually be starting to actually become established as Kier Hogan, the girl on fire. It's absolutely insane to me. It's a, it's a dream come true. Yeah. And your career is so bright. You are literally the girl on fire. You are popping up everywhere. You're getting these great matches. So what is next in your bright career? Oh, there's a lot of things that are (laughs) happening right now. Um, Some things that I still cannot talk about, but you will see them 
hopefully very, very soon. I'm hoping. I haven't heard anything yet, but hopefully very, very soon. Um, I'm actually, I haven't, I haven't worked in a couple weeks, actually. The last show I worked was Punk Pro in Indiana, and I got re-injured. So I'm glad this is kind of a blessing in disguise that I've kind of had this downtime to rehabilitate my shoulder because, like, an injury is nothing to play with. And I always tell myself, Kier, if you get injured, you need to stop. Like, I don't care what it is. You need to stop. You need to rehabilitate it. You need to assess it, get it fixed, and then get back if that's what God has in store for you. But if it doesn't, then you have to accept it. So to be able to have this downtime to rehabilitate my shoulder has been good for me. But July is going to be pretty busy for me and August and so forth and so on. Um, I have a couple of things lined up. Uh, I don't know when WSU's next show is, uh, and I'm not going to Shimmer. Um, I'm supposed to be doing a signing in Ohio, and I'm doing the AWE and a ball show July 9th. Um, I will be at Shine for the tournament. So I will be at Shine. Uh, So you'll see some of the Cutie Pie Club at Shine. I'm pretty sure Aria and Candy will be there too, of course, because you can't have one without the other two. So... (laughs) Um, but there's a lot of things that are happening for me. I can't wait to defend my title again because I'm like, I'm just like, I really want to defend this title. I don't want to just hold it in my bag <laughs> as a trophy. I want to be able to actually defend it and fight for it. So yeah. I'm hoping I'll be able to defend my championship. But there's a couple big things that are coming up for me, and I can't wait for them to be announced because you'll be very, very surprised. <laughs> that sounds exciting. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So um, where can f- fans find you on social media? So I have a, a public and a, a fan page on Facebook, Kier Hogan. Uh, by the way, that is my real last name. It's <laughs> not a gimmick. People think I'm crazy. They're like, why would you pick the last name Hogan? I'm like, do you need to see my license? Because it's my real name. I promise you that. Um, but Kier Hogan on both my uh, public and my fan page. And then, of course, my Instagram, which I got 7,000 followers in two weeks. Like, what? Yeah, that was crazy. And it was because of Lana Austin. Wow. <laughs> it was because of Lana. But uh, I'm on Instagram as Hogan Knows Best 18. And then I'm also on Twitter as Hogan Knows Best 3. And I also am on Snapchat, which I don't really post a lot on Snapchat unless I have on makeup. But you can't see, like, my dogs and stuff on my Snapchat, and it's Hogan K2. Yeah, your dog wants to be seen, so. (laughs) Right, of course, because she's a diva. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for this. This was so much fun. Thank you. I had so much fun. Thank oh, you for having you're me. So fabulous. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I just I just try. <laughs>